Today's World podcast helps independent creators live their creative and financial freedom. I'm your host, Fei Wu, and I'll be taking you through a series of interviews with creators from around the world who are living life on their own terms. Show notes, links, and ways to connect with the guests are available on phaseworld.com. Now on to the show. Hey guys, this is Fei Wu and welcome to another episode of the Face World podcast. Every week I go behind the scenes and record live videos on YouTube alongside other tools and tips for independent creators. And we convert some of those audio content to be podcast right here on Face World. My associate producer, Adam and I live in Boston. My producer and audio engineer, Herman, is based in Sweden. And my virtual assistant, Rose, lives in the Philippines. I'm not quite the one woman show because without my team's support, I won't be able to share these stories with you. Well, today we're meeting Jeremy backstage at Cirque du Soleil Axel during their performance in Worcester, Massachusetts. By the way, this is a very short interview, only about eight to 10 minutes with Jeremy Ten. He is a Canadian figure skater, a three-time Canadian national medalist, silver in 2015, bronze in 2009 and 2012. He competed in the free skate at seven ISU championships. And Jeremy strikes me as someone who's highly skilled and yet incredibly humble. After being interviewed on that same afternoon by at least five to six reporters just before our conversation and right before their performance later that evening, he pleasantly accepted my invite to join FaceWorld as part of a Facebook live series where I interview performers as I travel with my partner, Adam Lufford, all around Massachusetts, but mainly in or around the theater district in downtown Boston. Axel is a different kind of Cirque show. After Crystal, the very first ice show from Cirque, Axel is the second success story of attempting something so out of the ordinary for Cirque. Artistic director Shana Carroll for both Crystal and Axel has been interviewed previously on FaceWorld and we absolutely love her. Jeremy and I talked about Axel, the show, of course, what it's like to be a traveling artist at the age of 30, transitioning from a professional competing skater to a circus performer, plus Jeremy's skincare routine that keeps him looking young and refreshed while traveling. Let me cut the intro a bit short here so it's not longer than the interview itself, you know? Um, but to learn more about Face World and to support our show, please subscribe and share this episode or any other episode you love with your feedback, comments on social media. That act means so much to us and goes a long way to support our creative network. Thank you so much on behalf of Face World and welcome to the show. So you're Jeremy Ten. Yes, I am. Uh, your last name is T-E-N. Yes, like the number. <laughs> Great. I'm curious, what, what type of last name is that? <laughs> so I'm actually of Chinese descent, but my parents are actually from Brunei. And the story that I was told is that their <laughs> parents um, were on, in, grew up in China, got immigrated to Brunei, and then through the paperwork, um, my last name was supposed to be T-H-E-N, but mm-hmm. somehow the H got dropped and I became Ten. Whoa. So, yeah. 
first time I that was like the first question yeah. that you got to answer this way. That's awesome. So you are. I heard that you were a professional skater first. Yes, I was. Yes. Wow. So I began skating at the age of nine um, back in Vancouver, BC, which is where I'm from. And then I represented Canada for 11 years, and I'm a three-time national medalist and a two-time world team member for Canada. Whoa. Okay. What age was that, by the way? The 11 years. Uh, 11 years. So I started competing for Canada when I was about 13, 14 and did that all the way up until I was 25. Wow. Yes. Incredible. So you are… Okay. Cirque du Soleil must feel a lot easier than the national stage, right? Or international stage. I mean, I'm… For me, I'm always going to be… I've always been a nervous performer just because I'm such a perfectionist. And when I go out there and hit the ice in front of an audience, I just want to be perfect and share that passion and that… creative ability with the audience. So, mm-hmm. I mean, there are, it is less pressure competing, but there's still a little bit of pressure. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Wow. So, you know, we happen to be, I mean, I love Cirque du Soleil. Mm-hmm. I put three of the uh, acrobats, so the Atherton family in my latest documentary. Oh, and, very cool. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. So I have huge amount of respect for people who do what you do. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the story is a little bit similar because for them, they were national gymnasts representing right. the uh, UK mm-hmm. and retired at the age of, I think, 23, 24, mm-hmm. and then became a uh, circus uh, actor. So... Like, what was that transition like for you? Was it easy? Was it challenging? For me, it was just a... I mean, if I had it my way, I would have been able to compete my whole life. I really loved it. Mm. But obviously, all good things do come to an end. And uh, I just realized that I came to a point in my career where I was a silver medalist in Canada. I had gone back for my second world championships. And I just knew at that point in time, it was ready to... Mm. Uh, move on. Mm-hmm. And I also was graduating from university that year, getting the keys to my own apartment. So I was really becoming an adult and I really wanted to just go in a different mm-hmm. route. And then I found show skating and I did that for two years on cruise ships and then found myself here. Wow. Yeah. So a lot of people don't know what it's like to be a traveling artist. Mm-hmm. So for me, as a woman, to imagine that it's basically one suitcase, yeah. pack your <laughs> life in there. Yeah. Um, is it like, what? what's the... What is it like for you to be traveling all the time? Well, for me, it's two suitcases and two <laughs> carry-ons. Um, you know, we're constantly on the road. So uh, I think the hardest thing about that is just learning to adapt each week in a new surrounding. Um, mm-hmm. But it's easy because you have your… We really create a family here at Cirque du Soleil um, in your cast and with the touring company. Mm-hmm. So that makes it a little bit easier. But life on the road is actually quite fun. It's cool to be in a new place every week and to kind of meet new people and perform for new audiences. And mm-hmm. it's not this, It's not going to be like that for everybody. You know, it's a little bit… Uh, it might be hard for somebody who likes that routine, mm-hmm. a different route or a more stable routine, but I, mm-hmm. I love it. You know, I, I feel like you already build a relationship with the audience because yes. you, you trust everybody on stage. And I'm curious, like, there's something I learn as an artist, even though most of what I do is kind of behind closed doors, podcasting, and I mm-hmm. hear feedback every once in a while. How do you kind of condition yourself, position yourself where you're, you have a job to do, you do it, and honestly not be too affected by people who are watching, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm. I think for me, it's just whenever I get on the ice for my practices and my warmups, just like when I was an athlete, I just make sure I make the, use, the most use out of my time. Mm-hmm. And that I'm doing everything in my power off the ice to prepare mm-hmm. for my performances on the ice, whether that's eating the right foods or going to the gym and doing my workouts and staying in shape. Um, mm-hmm. 
And that makes me more comfortable before I get out in front of an audience to do my job. And just remembering that the audience is there and they want to see you do your best. You yeah. know, they're there to support you. Mm-hmm. And I'm there doing what I love. So when I think about all those things, it makes it a lot easier to be in front of the audience and just absorb their energy. Awesome. Yeah. I, I love that. Well, the last thing I will ask is, mm-hmm. you say you have two luggages, two carry-ons. Yeah. <laughs> what, what, what are some of the... What are the things that you love traveling with? And then I, I love to find out like what yeah. you cannot live without and okay. what you keep in there. <laughs> For me, it's, um, I like having a lot of very uh, options when it comes to clothing. Yeah, me too. Uh, because yeah. <laughs> when we are like out with the cast or just out exploring the city, yeah. like I like to look my best and I'm not always in my grungy clothes. Uh, okay. And then I also travel with um, my you know, skincare routine and my Nutribullet. I got to have my Nutribullet when I'm traveling. What is a Nutribullet? Nutribullet is like a little juicer. Um, so there's the Magic Bullet, the Nutribullet, and then there's like the Vitamixes and yeah, stuff. Yeah. I carry Nutribullet just because it's a perfect size. It's a little bit easier to travel with. Okay. Um, so that when we're not, you know, experiencing the fantastic catering that Cirque du Soleil provides us on the, you know, earlier days of the week when we're resting, mm-hmm. I have, I can make my smoothies in the morning and uh-huh. still feel like I'm getting my nutrition. Whoa. Yeah. H- how are you going to source all the fresh fruits and when you're on the road? Uh, we, so Monday when we arrive in our new city, we usually go grocery shopping, my friends and I, and I, uh, we just pick up the things that we need for the first few days before we have our shows, before Mm -hmm. we have our access to catering. And that's how we kind of get by. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. What what is your uh, skincare routine? (laughs) (laughs) Um, some products that I swear by, I love Kiehl's, uh, the Midnight Recovery Serum is amazing. As well as Nivea Cream Lotion, which I use for my face um, after I've done exfoliating with the Kiehl's products. Yeah. Um, those are basically my, my necessities that I got to have. My oils and my, my, founda- my creams. It's, it's important. You got to take care of yourself. It is. You know, yeah. You, yeah. Like uh, I'm 30 now. So you got to kind of think about those things. Yeah. For sure. Okay. Last, last question. Yes. Shoot. You love clothing and mm-hmm. like, what are your style? Because when I see your hoodies, like this, obviously this is not what you travel no, with. What you wear all day, man. <laughs> this is comfort. 100% comfort. Yeah. Um, my favorite brands are Topman. Uh, I'm a small guy. So for me, it's about finding clothes that fit properly. Mm-hmm. And Topman has a great size selection. They make extra mm-hmm. smalls, which is kind of more catered towards my um, body type, as well as Zara Man. I love mm-hmm. Zara. And H&M has some great um, cheap finds, affordable finds. And uh, yeah, just I love, I love trying new things. So I'll walk into any store and see what I can find. Yeah. Cool. Amazing. Okay. Yeah. We might have to compare notes at some yeah, point. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for talking about all these things that, uh, you know, that, that you're comfortable talking about. Yeah, I love my it. My absolute yeah. pleasure. Thank yeah. you for your time. All right. All right. Thank you so much. <laughs> this episode of the Face World podcast is brought to you by Face World LLC, our marketing service agency created for independent creators and businesses. We offer website development, video production, marketing mentorship to people who want to tell better stories, level up, and create a profitable brand. Face World Podcast team are Chief Editor and Producer Herman Ceballos, Associate Producer Adam Leffert, Social Media and Content Manager Rose DeLeon, Transcript Editor Alina Ahmidova, and lastly myself, the creator and host of Face World. Thank you so much for listening.